six, seven, eight, eight and three. Four. Two. One, two, three. Welcome to Above the Fold Podcast. My name is Josh. My name is Bree. Very special day. It's very warm outside today. It is. And it's only March. Um, I was going to say, what episode number is this? 16. 16, sweet 16. Mm-hmm. And the title is Parks and Rec Roundtable? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Parks and Rec Roundtable. Cool. It's a special episode today. We're going to pretty much exclusively dedicate it to Parks and Recreation. Awesome. The One of the greatest American comedies on network TV ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. And don't you say it's not. Um, so we're going to be joined by a couple guests, two heavy PNR fans. They're also PR professionals. So, so we have double PR. A loop de loop there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to probably just hang out in the background because we only have three mics. Right. So um, we are going to just have three people. One per mic. Okay, perfect. But if you have anything to say... I'll tap you on just, your shoulder yeah, and say, me. five, six, seven, eight, and, and we move. switch. I'll move. And move and talk. <laughs> perfect. Well... That's all I got to say. Should we bring in the guests? Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Um, we are now all seated, ready to go for this round table. Um, I'm joined by two PR professionals... And by that, I mean public relations. One is, uh, it's a, a girl that you've heard before. Please welcome Abby Delaney. Hello. <laughs> and for the first time on Above the Fold podcast, we have Andy Hewitt. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was really great. Okay, guys, let's, let's clap for each other. Okay, ready? Two, three. All right. Thank you. That was pretty solid, guys. <laughs> okay, so you guys are um, joining me today for a pretty special episode. We're doing a round table. We are literally sitting at a round table. Literally, literally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we share a love for America's greatest pastime, and that is um, television. Specifically, the show Parks and Rec, which has come to its end. Uh, seven seasons total, and uh, but we want to talk about that thing today, so we're going to do that. Does that sound good? It sounds Let's like a plan. It. Okay, okay. Um, when did you guys start watching Parks and Rec? Did you did you start right in two thousand nine when the show started? I think my first dabble in Parks and Rec was when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And I was very skeptical because I was a big Office fan, and I knew it was the same style of show. But I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's literally the reaction I had. Yeah, I think that was a pretty common and reaction. Then I saw the crossover of Rashida Jones, and I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. this is interesting. And then yeah. I realized they were completely different characters. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the first episode. Or watched a few of the first episodes. And then I just quit cold turkey. Yeah. And then I came back to it after I had the suggestion of probably a dozen people. Mm-hmm. Said you would love this show. So I was probably 2011. Okay. Is probably when I went back, rewatched, mm-hmm. And then the rest is history. Mm-hmm. 
I was in the fall of 2013 is when I started, and basically it's the same <laughs> as Andy, where everyone was just telling me, you would love this show. I'm really glad you guys know the years that you started. I didn't even, <laughs> I did not tell them to prepare anything, so you did your own homework on yourself. Oh, we did. Sorry, continue, Abby. Yeah, uh, so 2013, and I watched it all on Netflix. I think there were five seasons at that point, and I watched it all in like three weeks. It was like mm -hmm. nothing because it's so good. But at the beginning, I was like, season one, mm, mm -hmm. no. But, you know, just had to push through, and then after that, I was hooked. Yeah, I think that was, that was the struggle with the show. Um, critics said it was really similar to The Office. Mm -hmm. Um and Leslie Nope was really similar to Michael Scott, too. So people were skeptical of that. Um, I think one of the biggest complaints, too, or kind of people that would preface it would say, don't watch the first season. Mm -hmm. You can pick up in the second season. And then, you know, if you feel the need to, you can go back and watch the first, right. the first season because the first season was... A little rough around the I edges. I mean, do you remember Mark Brandanowitz? I loved mm. him. I wish he didn't leave the show. He was one of my favorites for a while. I think the criticism of him was that he wasn't this strong male lead, mm -hmm. you know? Because you have to have a strong male lead in any television program. Mm. Um, and Leslie Nope uh, wasn't extremely uh, as likable as maybe a, a strong male lead might be. I don't know. Um, but then he he's out of there after season one, and no, I think he's in season two is he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. When did he leave? Season the end of season two. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in season one, there were so many characters introduced that uh, maybe it was just difficult for the show to really explain everybody's story with so many supporting characters. Yeah. And then I think it's amazing too that I mean, so many of those supporting characters ended up having such a big role in the show. And that, um, that was on. one of the biggest things that I was intrigued by was it seemed like they probably had like a core four somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And then all these other characters like uh, Donna, mm -hmm. who started out at the bottom of the totem pole and ends up having a huge role in the show. And I, I felt like that happened quite a bit if you're lo just comparing and contrasting from the first two seasons to the last mm -hmm. um, so I thought they did a great job mm -hmm. in just developing those characters and making them relevant and not having it feel like it was too overwhelming because there were so many. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a good job of spreading out uh, who they were focusing on, even with um, uh, Andy and uh, April's relationship. I never thought that that was overwhelming either, but they gave it enough attention where it became, you know, a good core part of the show, too. I started watching the show right away, mm. and I was always watching it. Were you hooked? I was in the first. But season. it's because of it's because Amy Poehler. So it was Nick you know Offerman's what that means. Mustache, don't lie. <laughs> oh, that guy too. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I would talk with people, and just as we were just saying, people just were like, "It's just it's like an office knockoff or whatever." And I was like, but there's Amy Poehler. Like, you got to give it a shot. It's not going to fail. It's not. I, I wrote a blog post about it. <laughs> <laughs> Way back when it first started? Uh, no, uh, recently. Oh, okay. <laughs> like of last year. 
Um, I also think, too, after you watch all of The Office and all of Parks and Rec, they are a lot more different. Like, they're both a mockumentary style, but the shows are really different. So it's not like watching the exact same thing. It's not mm-hmm. as much of a knockoff as I think people were saying it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was easy to judge based on the promos mm-hmm. and say, uh, that's probably the same thing because I did, I did that. And then it's like once you actually watch the show and watch kind of the storylines, they were just completely different. Yeah. So the finale, that's kind of one of the big things we're going to talk about. Uh, there was so much social media buzz about the finale i feel like that's almost just the commonplace thing today is whenever the show has a finale it's like eight million articles about the thing and you're a celebrity because of that i am do you guys uh guys if you didn't know (laughs) brie became twitter famous on the night of the finale Mm -hmm. and paying homage to harris whittles you can humble brag (laughs) <laughs> yes. Rest in peace, Harris. How many retweets do you have right now? I don't you... know. Josh is uh, total. going to check on my... You're supposed to be on top of that, Brie. Oh, man. you want to maintain your celebrity <laughs> right status now, or not. <laughs> 292 retweets. Dang. 466 favorites. You no. guys, this is what viral is all about. <laughs> Brie, how can you make something go viral now that you're an expert on it? <laughs> okay, well, here's what you do. <laughs> You 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 write something that's kind of smart and kind of witty, and then you put a picture with it, and then you put all the right hashtags, and you just you do it at just the right time. I think I I I tweeted like right as the finale ended, and of course everybody then switches over to Twitter mm-hmm. and they're reading through everything. There was just like so much, um, and then you know. It's like the way I think for something to go viral is that you have to push that content out there, but then it has to get in front of the faces of your friends of your friends. And think of the friends of the friends as just anybody who's following that hashtag too. But did you plan that post? No, it was all spontaneous. Yeah. Should we read the post? It was really good. Do it. Okay. Here's, here's the tweet. It all started here. Never give up on your dreams. Hashtag Parks Farewell. Hashtag Pawnee Forever. And there's a picture of Leslie Nope lying in the pit with one shoe on. It's a very historic photo. It's the perfect viral formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, enough about me. Um, <laughs> what were some of your favorite moments from the finale? I, overall, the episode, I was very nervous going in. Very nervous because mm-hmm. I feel like series finales are so difficult to get right mm-hmm. and so i was i don't know i that whole day i was just ugh. i'm <laughs> like ugh, this this show's gonna be over tonight and i hope they don't screw it up mm-hmm. and i was at the end of it i was i felt really good i felt like they brought closure to all of the characters um and I think I think it was difficult because the cast and the impact of all of the different characters had grown so big that they did have a challenge in kind of closing the book on all of the main was it eight eight to ten yeah mm-hmm. something yeah something like that mm-hmm. closing the book on that many characters that have had an impact over all of the seasons um, would be a really difficult task. So I I don't know I was just I was very happy at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Not that the show was over, but I thought they just, I thought they did it justice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think too, um, when shows end, you are always left with what, you know, what's going to happen to this character in the future. And the way that they set up the episode really let you see that, not just, you know, what you think they're going to be doing for the next like five years based on how the show ends, but they went, you know, forward eight years, five years, 15 years, or, you know, whatever all the numbers were. And so you really did get a good glimpse of what their life was like for for the next. And uh, it made you know. it made me feel a lot better about when when the season started and they jumped forward. Uh-huh. You guys know mm-hmm. I was not happy. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and so, by the way that they tied that all together, I was I was happy and I felt better about the rest of the season after that. So yeah, yeah, because they season six ended with uh, like a fast forward to what 2017. Yeah, and then you're just left what is happening like i think josh you and i both thought like this that could have been the season the series finale the end of season Mm -hmm. six the way that they did it but the fact that they came back and then kind of closed all those gaps too Mm -hmm. um i had no i had no idea what season seven would be let's also talk about um the fact that they changed up the format they put it on tuesday nights and they did two episodes a night, and they started at 7 o'clock Central Time. In some ways, I'm happy about it because you know how much suspense is there when you have to wait a whole week to see what happens next, and especially since we have the instant gratification now with Netflix, you can just binge-watch episodes. Mm -hmm. So I kind of liked it in that regard where I got to see more at once, but it made the season go by so quick. Yeah, it went really, really quickly in... There was a few episodes that I felt were disjointed in between the two, and I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know if they planned that out. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be curious to know what the big wigs at NBC, yeah, how they well, ended up on deciding that. And NBC does not own Thursday night comedy anymore. And so I think maybe they're pegging Tuesday night to be their new night of comedy. I'm not sure. I don't really know how it's all working because they have the voice and like that's just a reality singing show. But that's that's on Tuesdays, right? That's on like Tuesdays. It is. It's on Monday nights and Tuesday nights. And I have to say, I was a bit disappointed that they put um, the voice, like the very beginning of the season on the same night as the Parks finale and they pushed that back. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. It just made it feel like they were putting yeah. Parks and Rec it's in the backseat. It's all about the advertisers. Well, and considering the, I don't know, like you were saying, you know, everyone jumps on Twitter and it's this huge social media push, basically. I mean, uh, I had told you guys that the uh, Department of Tourism for Indiana had sent, you know, Parks and Rec this big, long letter outlining like why they were going to miss each of the main characters Mm -hmm. and basically kind of putting the city of Pawnee to rest. Um, And so that was huge. And then there was a tweet from the FBI Mm -hmm. uh, about Burke Macklin. Mm -hmm. And it was like, obviously this show has had an impact across a wide, you know, a wide audience and you're just going to push it for this garbage. Yeah. I can imagine that the, um, Indiana tourism was, I'm pretty sure they got a boost. Like they had to benefit from that show. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think that's a smart move PR wise, if we're looking at it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, 
What else should we talk about? Um, let's just talk about the show in general. Who is your favorite character? Leslie Nope. Really? Why is yeah, that? I liked her a lot. Um, she's a hard character to not like, and especially as like um, a woman pioneering a department and really seeing a vision and seeing it through. I think there's just not a lot of that on TV, so I think it made her a unique character. I think Amy Poehler was a perfect person to play that character. Yeah. Um, so I really, really enjoyed her. Um, but I also, throughout time, I didn't love them at the start, but I really liked Andy and April throughout mm-hmm. the show yeah yeah i thought that was an interesting storyline when it started and it ended so really perfectly well. yeah yeah so i think mine's mm-hmm. probably ron swanson which yeah. is very predictable for those <laughs> of you who don't know andy is ron swanson he's the exact same person i take that as a compliment well yeah you're welcome but yeah. I, you like bacon you make you make things out of wood mm-hmm. you, you have make a mustache I do. I, I had many people come up to me this last November during Movember mm-hmm. and compliment me. Mm. Humble brag. So. I think my favorite character, it changed because it started off Aubrey Plaza because she's just like so awkwardly weird and funny. And she's always like, she's always being Aubrey. Like she's always being her character of Aubrey Plaza whenever she's interviewed. And then April Ludgate, just how she like just could care less about so many things. Um, but it turned into uh, Ben Wyatt, played by Adam Scott, I think, for the Cones of Dunshire. Like, yes. that just is so funny. And the fact that people came up with that game, came up with the rules, and how they, when they play it at, like, what's that place? Grizzle. Grizzle. They play it, and then in the finale... It introduces the new game Winds of Tremora. <laughs> like, just how can you say that line and not crack up? So I just thought that was genius. And, like, just his nerdy things that he would say, yet they were just Actuarily. so... <laughs> so funny. And I, I think I was sold just from the episode where he's doing Claymache. And he says Claymache. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. And the episode where he drinks the blueberry oh, wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flu season two. <laughs> when he gets drunk on blueberry wine. Look at he, it. Drunk Ben Wyatt. <laughs> and da- the anytime they dance. Yes. Oh. I also really liked uh, Chris's role when he was on the show, mm-hmm. when Rob Lowe was on the show. Um, his uh, Ann Perkins <laughs> got me all, every time I, I did that for like a month after mm-hmm. <laughs> after watching that. I liked him. He's so positive. Yeah. How about your favorite episode? Can you think of one? I might actually say the finale. Yeah. Mm. Well, I like (laughs) Comeback Kid. I like a lot in season two. I think season two had a lot of really good episodes. Yeah. What's the the one uh, when Andy Samberg is in it? Have you oh. seen Avatar? <laughs> hey, Andy. Have, have you, you seen, seen Avatar? Avatar? <laughs> it's not a book. <laughs> That's the one where they go out to Ron's cabin, right? And they go... It's the one... Is that the one where... Where they they're... Go, they're um, or no, they're trying to get the raccoon, right? Yeah, the possum or the something. Possum. Yeah. The, what's that his name at that time? Courses? Jerry falls in. 
<laughs> he falls into like some pond and like breaks his elbow or something or his shoulder. I don't know what he did. Yeah, that was funny. There are a lot of funny episodes. There's a few it's a very f- funny show. There's a few fun facts too that are tucked within. If you know Nick Offerman, he has his own wood shop out in L.A. And mm-hmm. so, throughout the show, if they ever show a scene at the at a wood shop, it's his actual wood shop. Yeah. Um, I think almost all of the canoes that appear in the episodes were hand built by him. So fun fact. Fun fact. Hey, you guys want to take a break? Let's take a break. Yes. Okay. We'll be right back on Above the Fold Podcast. This episode of Above the Fold Podcast is brought to you by the following local businesses. Make a baby tuxedo clothing line. Know you boo. Club a dub dub. Tom's Bistro. Tommy's Tissues. H2Ho. H2Flow. Sparkle Suds. Disco Dairy. Wine and Cheese Club. Tommy Fresh. Phones that smell good. Rent a swag. Eclipse Nightclub. Entertainment 720. Well, hey there. Welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. Uh, appreciate you staying where you're at. We uh, are doing a Parks and Rec roundtable today, and uh, I want you to get to know my guests a little bit better. Um, Abby, what else can you say about yourself? You've Everyone you've heard Abby before. She talked about writing. Yes. Um, Abby is a public relations uh, professional, and she has a number of uh, celebrity uh, clients out in Hollywood. What else can you tell us? Okay, so if you heard my episode before, you know I love pineapples. And one of the reasons that I love pineapples, staying on this track of TV, um, is because of the TV show Psych, premiered on the USA Network, Mm -hmm. ran for eight seasons. And it is my favorite show of all time. I love Parks and Recreation dearly, but I, I still think Psych has to be my, my very favorite. Let's see, what else about me? What do you want to know? What's your favorite kind of pie? <laughs> That's the hardest question. I love um, fresh peach pie, only if it's made with fresh peaches. And, and if I not, love, you send it back. Yeah, yeah, then it's just not acceptable. And aside from that, apple, because it's a classic. Okay, mm. good answers, Abby. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Andy. Mm. Hi. Yes, hello. <laughs> You're also a public relations professional. Yes, hashtag young professional. YP. <laughs> um, how about you? So we know that you, you are similar to the character Ron Swanson, but what else? Mm, yes, I... In my professional life, I'm also a public relations professional. <laughs> well, thank you for clarifying because nobody can. That's all and we that's, need to know. That's all you need to know. Okay. No. Um, there's a lot of content development going on right now. Uh-huh. And so um, there's a lot of blog writing uh-huh. out there to help develop uh, a wide range of clients' content. Sure. Blogs are important. To drive SEO, which I'm sure you've touched on before. Oh, yes. A few times. Many times. times. Uh So I'm doing a lot of that. Um, We do a lot of other little projects. I have some video experience, Mm -hmm. some photography experience. So covering all those needs, kind of the content manager. Mm -hmm. It's not my official title, but... You're the go-to content person on our team. So... Yeah. 
That's uh, guys, that's me in a nutshell. You guys both work at Strategic America. We do. Yes. We sit right. right next to each okay. other. Yeah. So for this last season, the three of us every Wednesday like morning, while we would have a breakfast club. It's something we do on Wednesdays at SA morning. Um, we would discuss the happenings from the previous night's episode. Or episodes. Oh, yes, correct. Because mm. there were two. <laughs> so that was fun. That was something I always look forward to. Mm-hmm. I did, too. We just we, we were kind of in an L shape at our cubes, and so Bree is directly to the left of me, and then Abby's behind me, so we would all just stand up and have a chat. Mm -hmm. Knock on the cube. Sometimes it would last like 20, 30 minutes. Time is (laughs) twice. What am I building this time to? (laughs) There'd be multiple people walking by at least a handful of times. No, the same person walks by like 10 times, and I have not gone back to my cube. (laughs) And you're just like, okay, I guess I gotta go. Mm. I I did feel that missing last week. Yeah, we got to find something else to talk about. We need to find a new show. (laughs) That's right. That's one of my questions is, what the heck are we going to do now? I don't even know. Not all at once. (laughs) I am going back and watching old shows. That's what I've been doing. Old shows, just any show or old episodes? Well, in particular, I am watching the final couple seasons of Monk. Also a USA Network show. Abby loves the USA Network. I do. I am probably She's her number a, one fan. You're probably the only fan. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. And you're a, a, a woman. You know, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, Brie? I don't know. Like, I think of USA Network, and it's like psych and monk and suits, right? Suits has some Is strong female characters on there. Actually, psyched is too. And well, and I don't mean anything by that. That you're they had a, woman. a couple. I'm proud of you, Abby. That Thank you are watching those Thanks shows. So and you know what? You you never stop. Okay. You never, I won't. You never stop, Abby. Don't stop. <laughs> aside from aside from Monk, I went back and I'm starting to watch Psych again all the way through. Abby, in order. What Sorry. else do you Sorry. do in your free time? I just watch it over and over again. <laughs> Um, you well, have an extensive DVD I just read, collection. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> let's not get on that topic. Um, oh, we I are going recently, there next. No, no, let's go back to TV. Right. Because I just read a book um, actually that Brie gave me, which was a history of SNL with all these uh, yeah. uh, interviews, mm-hmm. excerpts. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot about that show, which I didn't know a lot of the history of. So that's how I was filling my time. Reading. Yeah, it's a, that was a good book. Josh, that's... It came from Josh, then it went to me, then it went to you. It's getting its use. Yeah. Spread the love. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read it, Andy? I it's would read it. It's about this big. It's the size of a Bible. She, she's holding up her, her fingers approximately three inches wide. That is absolutely mm-hmm. accurate. I've been, uh, my wife and I have been going through Seinfeld from the beginning. Ooh, I that's have, a good that's one. Something. I have all of the yeah. digital video discs nice. and we've been making our way back through and watching. Fun times. Most of the episodes have something called an inside look which gets you to talk with different producers and writers and they talk about the episodes and it's pretty good. Yeah, TV is so great. You heard it here first, people. Yeah. I don't know how people can ever get rid of TV. And I know that all of you are not paying for cable, but I can never, ever stop having it. What channels do you watch aside from, like, NBC? 
I watch Comedy Central. I watch oh. TBS. I watch uh, TLC. I watch Bravo. I watch E. So you I get watch your AMC. Out of the yeah, I watch. Yeah, I you watch, actually watch the channels. Yeah. IFC. IFC channel five sixty four. If you've ever heard of the show Portland, oh. Portlandia, very very good show. That that's one on Netflix. You guys should watch. Are you all the way through that? Could we start that and that could be our thing? We could. I haven't. Uh, in the beginning of Portlandia, I just watched YouTube clips of scenes, and I was like, "Wow, this is really funny." Um, and then I started watching episodes, but they were kind of weird. Um, so I had to like get used to the Portlandia vibe. But uh, I should. We could all start from the beginning of Portlandia. We could. There, like, it's it's basically just like sketch comedy. They, uh, Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein. I had a hard time getting started on it too. This is Josh. <laughs> I've been in Mac. Welcome. But I highly recommend it. Fred Armisen and uh, Carrie Brownstein. Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, are, are they twenty-minute <clears throat> episodes? Twenty-two or so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy lunchtime. Watches. Ex- accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing with Parks and Rec is that the whole cast went on Seth Meyers' show. Yes. Um, so the same night as the finale, they had all the cast members on Seth Meyers, but we all go to bed before that <laughs> show starts. So it was a follow-up the next day for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was um, interesting to see all of them uh, be interviewed by Seth, and they all, uh, what did they, they all do? They all they grabbed each other's names out of a hat, and they, what did Basically they? Basically had... Was it 30 seconds where they had to consecutively speak some type of gratitude towards yeah. that person? Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. And that was, that was pretty neat. I mean, it's to be expected after you do seven seasons with these people that you've been working with so closely. Yeah, that's one of the things I, I truly love about these ensemble casts is that you can you can tell when they really love working together. And I'm so jealous of what they get to do what they got to do every day how fun that would be to well, do it's, that it's interesting too to see how far all of the individual actors and actresses came throughout the duration of the show because at the beginning you knew basically Amy Poehler and you might have known Rashida Jones from her time on The Office right. I mean there wasn't nobody knew who Nick Offerman was nobody knew that much about Aziz Ansari um, and, and now they're huge and yeah. then you look at Chris Pratt well, and he's probably the biggest movie star out there right now right yeah and I think even um Adam Scott when he came on the show he had had like minor roles in movies but I don't know that he had had lead roles in a lot yeah his uh he was in Party Down right before and that's a show that was on Showtime that got Mm -hmm. canceled but should not have gotten canceled he was it's a very you guys need to watch I know (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, one thing I did really like about Parks was that they had a lot of really great guest stars on the show. They had so many political figures, uh, towards the end. Joe Biden on that show. Michelle Obama. (laughs) Um, but I, Megan Mullally was probably, um, (laughs) recurring. I mean, just the fact, like, I think they asked, do you want to play this character? And she was like, oh, I would love to. Well, I think they, didn't they say they wrote the character basically and said, we're going to make her this way. Um, 
why don't you ask your wife? They ask Nick off mm-hmm. once. Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, that's what he said. And she, what did he, what did he say? On Seth, he said uh, she immediately pulled her pants down or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was something, I mean, if you know her character from the show as Tammy too, I mean, it's, it's, it seems like that's who she is yeah. in real life. And how fun would that role be to play, too? Like, you just get to do ridiculous things. To your husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she works at the library. Yeah, that that was also funny as they were closing out the show, how they gave Leslie, or they named the, the new library after Leslie. <laughs> yeah, and she's, she's like, like <laughs> <laughs> Um, Back to Seth Meyers' uh, one of, uh, I think, the most notable things about all of them being there was Aubrey Plaza's um, makeout sec- session <laughs> with Jim O'Hare. Um, I, w- I would like everybody to make sure they go back and watch that. <laughs> it's at the end of the episode. They're singing uh, 5,000 Candles in the Wind, mm-hmm. and they just go for it. And she she just goes for it. I mean, gosh. <laughs> the tongue gets in there. <laughs> and it's Jim O'Hare too, and he was like all for it. Oh, Just man. for like a minute straight too. It wasn't like a quick little thing. It was, and it was legitimately spontaneous because everyone else from the cast was staring at them, laughing like, "What is What's going happening? on right now?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jam made a random appearance at the end too. He did, yeah. Councilman Jam. Jeremy Jam. You got jammed. Jam Orthodontics. It's our sponsor today. <laughs> I was telling you guys during the break that uh, there was a little Easter egg hidden within the final episode. So if you go if you go back and watch during Craig's flash forward, mm-hmm. he gets old with Typhoon. Yeah. Is his name <laughs> Typhoon? And so they're on a plane and. The stewardess brings out a bottle of champagne. Well, if you do a little zoomy zoom, you see it's John Ralphio champagne. Oh, so yeah. he went on to own a champagne empire. Yeah. We'll call it an empire. Absolutely. With him at the helm, it surely would be. Mm-hmm. Yes. John Ralphio. Talk about that character. John Ralphio so is probably the funniest non um non-routine character on that show yeah and his sister his sister was oh i hated i hated, I hated both of them her. so much and then they but would I always just ask wanted their more. dad for money <laughs> buddy <laughs> oh. <laughs> i yeah i love john ralphio too i think i i liked him better than his sister though i couldn't i could never stand his sister him i i warmed up to that's how you know she did such a good job acting though Touche. <laughs> uh, that's all I can say. Um, what else should we talk about? Do you guys have any other who's takeaways? A, whose ending did you like the best? Hmm. Hmm. Good question, Abby. That's a really good question. I think um, I liked uh, Andy and April because they had a baby <laughs> named Jack. Oh, and then Amy Poehler. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) How's my little god baby? I'm just assuming that I'm going to be the godmother. Yeah. 
and I don't I don't know exactly what Leslie and Ben why they had Secret Service behind them. Oh, assuming during, one of them I'm is the president. president. Yeah. During Gary Jerry like, Larry's funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy, the Secret Service is like, it's time to go. What's uh, Gary's wife's name? Because I love it at the end where he's like, dang, she still looks so good. Gail? <laughs> she's isn't it? Gail, Gail. Yes. yes. Gail she's the exact so same. pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, Andy, what was your favorite ending? I liked Ron's just because of his canoe appearance. Mm hmm. But my only complaint with it was the rolling mountains of southern Indiana that are not there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That's I've been to southern Indiana nice before. I haven't seen any trees or mountains like that. I mean, it was new. Maybe they just built them in like a man-made well, lake. You can make man-made gri- mountains. Grizzle could have done that. Grizzle. Yeah, we don't know what the technology of the future is going to be. Hmm. You never know. You never know. Um, Abby, did you say yours? Mm. <clears throat> no, I haven't yet. Okay. And I don't. I don't know. I I want to say Andy and April probably because mm-hmm. I love them. But I also actually liked how um, <laughs> they finally stopped picking on Gary and like. I just liked how his played out too. I thought that was really nice, especially like how they hate on him so much during the show, which is hilarious, but I always felt bad for him too. So it was just nice to see him live a happy life. Mm-hmm. I was pleased. I thought it was interesting to see earlier on how Donna kind of became a close friend of his. And then when mm-hmm. she got married, you know, she put out the name tent and actually changed his name to what it was yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. So actually Donna's ending was good too. Yeah. It was a pretty solid yeah. ending. She did did good things with her money. She did. Teach yourself. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. Well, anything else, guys? Was Parks, you know, your, your favorite show is Psych, but is Parks and Rec either of your favorite shows? All time? Seinfeld has to be number one for me. The Office. I, I could see Parks and Rec coming in. Yeah. Rob, hmm. If Parks it's got to be top three. Two, it's what's gotta, number two? Uh, I loved Friday Night Lights. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'm I'm also a big Will and Grace fan. That, that show, like every episode, I laugh, and it was it's a very well written show, and the characters are so good in it. But um, I mean, The Office is my favorite show. Mine too. Parks and Rec second. I might put Parks and Rec second. You need to go back and rewatch it. I th- that's the, that's the other great thing about the show is, I think it's a show that you can go back five years from now and watch and still laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like I do at Seinfeld, and then it's like they play the credits, and it's like, oh, that was from 1989, and I'm still dying laughing <laughs> at it. And it's like I think Parks and Rec has that longevity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, like, you, you look at The Office, The Office just kind of kept going on, and I think people were ready for that to end, um, especially when Steve Carell left. So, you know, Parks, I think it, they, they did a good length of a, of a show, seven seasons. It felt right, you know. They didn't drag it on or anything like that. 
I think that's why the finale, at least for me, was so good, too, because you were starting to get to the point where you're like, well, where's the show going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what can we go through that's relatable for people? And that's why it made it so bittersweet, because it was like, okay, my favorite show on TV right now is coming to an end, but because they're able to tie it all together so well, you feel it, it, it makes it a little easier. It does. Yeah. It really does. Well, and even in the seventh season, too, like, there didn't seem to be a whole ton of direction throughout the show. They had a couple different storylines. So to close it out, just seal it the way they did, worked. Yep. Well, guys, I think that is our most successful roundtable yet. Mm. Good. Yeah. I, I would have to agree. Um, you're in PR. How can people contact you or find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter. At underscore Abby Delaney. And like a majority of my tweets probably are quotes from TV shows. Mm. Probably. I like it. You can find me on Twitter at A-W underscore Hewitt. Okay. You can follow me. It's a thing. It's a thing. It really is. Mm. I'm glad you're letting them know that they can follow you after you told them their your handle. Well, that was helpful. It's open. Thanks. I'm not a private account either, so I don't even have to approve you following me. You'll never know. Yeah, screw screw those private accounts. Mm. Get those guys out of here. Get them out. Okay, well, that concludes our roundtable. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember to um, stay above the fold. That's it. Take a running leap and you learn to fly. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Miss you in the saddest fashion. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. You're five thousand.